this is of the Steel Guitar Podcast, and as you can tell, I probably, maybe, possibly, hypothetically, might have a new microphone. So I can actually mute. So I can match this mute and I can match the unmute button and it'll pick stuff up. So it's good stuff. Really appreciate it. And then I can do stuff like this. I am the almighty. Yeah, dumb stuff like that. But welcome, guys, back to the podcast. It's been a hot minute. I'm not going to lie to you guys. Uh, it's been kind of a weird time for the old coal meister. He's over here trying to apply for jobs and trying to do his own stuff, start his own Fiverr account to do resume building and stuff like that, podcast editing, YouTube editing, whatever I can to get by, and uh, just been trying to concentrate on that kind of stuff, so the podcast may or may have not took a backseat, so I apologize for that. So, that being said, a little detailed announcement here is I may try to only do one episode a week. That will be like my bare minimum. I may still get out two episodes, but I think that I should try and attempt myself to do one episode every week and make sure it's a well-structured, good episode, and I can also justify it sitting there for 45 minutes to an hour, a little bit more than just you know two week, two a week, 45 minutes, string it out. So uh, that's kind of where I'm at in regards to the podcast. But today we are looking into a artist that uh, I've been wanting to talk about because I always preach about the neo-traditional, right? Neo-traditional style is really important to me. And of course I went through all the subgenres and I think it was an episode back, two episodes back because the last one was about Jelly Roll. Um... Anyways, that means a lot to me, the neo-traditional sound, because it's kind of like what George Jones once said, who's going to fill their shoes? And people that are in the neo-traditional sense do fill those shoes. And this artist right here was one of the neo-traditional artists till he died. He started in the 90s, but he didn't change any from the 90s to the 2010s. He stayed the same. He stayed true to who he was until he died untimely. Very young, in my opinion, for an artist. However, you know, life goes how it does. You know, stuff happens. Medical conditions arise and we'll get to it. But the artists that we are talking about, the way and the reason and the why I liked him so much is I heard the song Old Violin back in the early 2000s. The first time I ever, the first time I ever heard this song, and it wasn't by the artist that you are thinking. It's not the original sad, somber, sad Johnny Paycheck. It's still sad, but you know, just the charisma, the characterization behind Paycheck's tone and voice carries that song so expertly well, but I heard Daryl Singletary's version first, and that is essentially who we are talking about today, and I hope you guys are ready to learn, to ready to enjoy Daryl Singletary, because I think that he is one of the greatest artists of the 2000s. And uh, we're going to get into a little short introduction of the man, the myth, the legend, 
and we're going to go through his whole discography. It's been, uh, it's not really that long of a discography, but there is a good amount of content. So, uh, strap in, get you a soda, a pop, whatever you want to call it, and uh, join me as we talk about the man, the myth, the legend, Daryl Singletary. So, Daryl Singletary was born on March 10th in 1971 in Cario, Georgia. I hope I pronounced that correct. His mom was a hairdresser while his dad worked at the local post office. Now, that is extremely blue collar, especially in a small town like that. You know, the hairdressers very much going to know everybody in town and postal workers going to know everybody in town. So, it's safe to say that Mr. Singletary grew up in very much a predominantly social home. He grew up with his brother and his cousin singing gospel music and eventually even took vocal classes in high school. This is kind of where the story takes its turn. In 1990, he moved to Nashville, Tennessee to make his dream come true. Now, this dream... It's never really specified. However, if you're moving to Nashville in the 90s, it's very much one of those things where you know where you're going, you know why you're going, and most people know why you're going, and it is to play country music. To make it not necessarily big, but just to sing the songs that he likes. Songs that are true. And he started singing at open mics in Nashville. Essentially bar to bar, just putting in the hours. And eventually, he came across having a gig as a demo singer. And if you don't know what a demo singer is, essentially, they choose these artists to sing a song to send to a bigger artist. So, Daryl Singletary, for instance, will sing, let's say, I make a song about farming potatoes, ripening those potatoes up and sending them off. I would have the writing portion of it, but I may not be a good singer. I may not have the vocal characteristics, the charisma, the ability to sing really well, and that's where a demo singer comes in. So you hire this demo singer to sing your song to send to the predominant artist to see if they will actually, I guess, if you really want to think about it, cover your song or sing your song. So Daryl Singletary was one of those demo singers, and one of those demos made its way to one of the most greatest, prestigious country music legends of all time. Christian actually got really pissed off at me that I left him off of my uh, Mount Rushmore <laughs> in my concerts, is Mr. Randy Travis. And Mr. Randy Travis is an amazing artist, and I agree, he's definitely one of the best country artists out there. However, we all have our different tastes and stuff, so uh, he didn't make it on mine, but that doesn't mean he doesn't belong on yours. However... Randy Travis covered this song, and you may have heard it before. It's called An Old Pair of Shoes. And Travis, immediately after hearing Singletary's voice, and he advised his management team to get Singletary as quick as possible, and he actually got a recording contract with Giants Records, which signed him up, and that's where he leased his first three albums. And through that tenure, he reached the top 45 times, which, you know, if someone reaches the top 40 now, especially in country music, it's not really that big of an ordeal. I mean, it is. Don't get me wrong. Like, people get really 
excited when they make it. And I'm not trying to diss anything, but if we're talking about the 90s, this is when like country music, a lot of people say it's the golden age of country music. This is when it was extremely popular. There was so many good songs. You had Garth Brooks, you had Alan Jackson, you had Tim McGraw, you had Kenny Chesney. You had to fight people like that. So you reached that top 40, you were doing something. You were uh, putting in some really good work. And he reached that top 45 times, resulting in a number two single, I Let Her Lie, and Amen Kinda Love, and number four, Too Much Fun, being a part of those five. So he reached number two twice and uh, fourth once. After that, though, he essentially went label to label, and he released music, but he didn't release a lot of, uh, we'll say, as music was conforming to a different style, he still released true country music, covers of legends like Haggard, George Jones, and you'll see that as we go through the discography deep dive. He released music that meant a lot to him, and that is kind of where his story trails off in regards to notoriety. However, it's not the end of the story, which we will get to here now. Sadly, in his Tennessee home on February 12, 2018, two days after a concert gig, he had a blood clot and just died. He was only 46 years old at the time, which if anybody is uh, looking at most artists, a lot of artists go to their 60 playing songs. Willie Nelson's still out there playing gigs, which is ridiculous as old as he is, but it's just so sad to lose somebody like this. And I remember when this happened, I didn't necessarily have a a job at this time. I didn't have a job, I'm pretty sure, at this time. I was still in high school, and I was about to go to college. But when Singletary died, it really influenced me. He, I loved his music, and then I went on to Amazon, as most people do, and was like, I'm going to look at like CDs and stuff, see if I can grab a CD to support him, his family. And, uh, yeah, the CDs were astronomically high, as they usually are when someone passes away, which is dumb, in my opinion. Why honor, you know, somebody's lifestyle, their life, if you increase the price? If the price is directly going to Singletary's family, I get it, but it's not just a 100% split. Which actually brings up a really good point as we get into the discography. There were songs released after he passed away that they, as the record label, I think it was Platinum Records, said that all the money was going to go to his family from the single, whoever downloaded the single. However, one of the people in the family actually said, no, this isn't true. We haven't had like an exclusive contract signed or anything. So there's really no, uh, there's no guarantee on that. So kind of interesting. But uh, yeah, Singletary, man, an amazing artist. And we're going to dive into his career and a lot of songs here, so stay with me. I'm going to try to make this as interesting and brief as I can. I wanted to read a couple of tweets. I guess now it's considered X, but I mean, I, I still consider them tweets. But This is right after Daryl Singletary passed away. And Craig Campbell, one of the great vocalists out there these days, 
not necessarily saying he's my favorite country music artist, but he's definitely a good vocalist. Said, "Sad day. The greatest country voice of my time is now singing in heaven's band. Gotta gonna miss you, Daryl Singletary. Now show them how a good old country shuffle is supposed to sound." Charlie Daniels, who just recently passed away, just got word that Daryl Singletary has passed away. Rest in peace, buddy. You sang country like country should be sung. Neil McCoy, my good friend and one of the most best pure country singers, if not the best, Daryl Singletary just passed away this morning. God's Choir just got a lead singer. This one, Josh Turner tweeted, Rough morning for me, one of my favorite singer singers daryl singletary has passed away this morning unexpectedly he's the one who convinced me to move to nashville praying hard for his family love you daryl now that just kind of hits me hard because everybody knows how much i love mr josh turner and then sammy kershaw also said sorry to hear that a great country voice has passed away god bless you daryl singletary rest in peace i wanted to make sure i included those tweets because that's really important to me because to have that kind of support and influence on country artists like that, that's you, you know that's really, really shows what kind of a person Daryl Singletary is. So, here we go. First one's a self-entitled album in 95, and it starts off with his biggest hit, Too Much Fun. This is just that upbeat 90s sound right off the bat, kind of like the Chattahoochee. That's usually when I think of like the 90s sound. That I usually think like Chattahoochee or fast-paced stuff like that. And this is a song about just living enjoying yourself while not living life on the standards of other people. And just saying that there's no real such thing as too much fun. And, I mean, honestly, the first thing I always say is I just love Singletary's voice, man. He's such a smooth blend of a dark and light voice. And the harmonica was had a presence in this song. Um, you don't really hear the harmonica much anymore. And I really love the sound of harmonica. If I can learn how to play harmonica, I might be in a band. And uh, you can actually look at these first three albums. Randy Travis helped produce these. so Kind of a legend. Backing him up. I lived up to her low expectations. This is a slower paced song right off the first track. And this is about losing yourself after being broken up with. So your expectations of her are not really valid anymore and you lived up to her low expectations of you. So, very interesting song. There's a cold spell moving in. A great play on a forecast on a weather report. You know, you have your meteorologist be like, there's a cold front moving in here. Well, this cold front is essentially like a storm in this man's life. And it's that coldness of being a man who has a loss of love. One of my favorite quotes from this song is, July here feeling like December. And when I hear December, I immediately think of just a snow, cold, harsh winter because of Merle Haggard's depiction, if we can make it through December. So it's just a great tie-in. Ordinary Heroes, a great upbeat song about the working men and women of America. The focus on being these idols and evil should not be getting a bulk of the press and the news. However, you know, the people that are the backbone of America should be. And that's Singletary's main point throughout this song. I Let Her Lie, 
man, this is a whew, this is one of those ninety country music songs that just ravished the radio. Hear it a lot today, still on the country classic radio, and this is talking about a lady who promised, but lied about being faithful. She says that she wanted to change, but she just kept lying about it. And Singletary or the artist or whoever the individual is in the song decided that he was just going to let it happen. And uh, he just wanted to stay no matter if she couldn't change, no matter what. And eventually it broke apart at the end. So, A Love That Never Died, an extremely deep love song about how even as he's going through the funeral process, that he loves his significant other deeply. So this is kind of like a play where he stopped loving her. And uh, this is kind of an interesting song because it's gets even more deeper of that love after the passing. Um, working it out. Sometimes in love, love is just freaking difficult. So it's called working it out because it implies that you must work on it continuously in life. Uh, you don't just put in work on something and then call it quits, you know. For instance, if you have a car, it's one of those that you have to fiddle on all the time. You're always putting upgrades and stuff in the car to make it more functional. So therefore, you're never, your work's never truly done. Would these arms be in your way? An incredibly slow country song that has a toe tapper with your gal. It's talking about finding a dance partner, and not just for a physical dance, but for the night. So, you know. And also, in addition to that, maybe life. My heart's too broke to pay attention. Make an incredibly smart comparison of being too broken hearted, so like being poor, to pay attention to essentially have him help to repair. So, really cool song. What am I doing here? This is when you're stuck in the loop of a previous love, but then you realize in the second stanza of the song, it's a cheating song because of the line, I'm afraid that some nights I'll talk in my sleep. That's uh, talking about, you know, mm, deep stuff right there. Talking about uh, being essentially with somebody else, but talking in your sleep about that individual. So, mm. All because of you. So this is all the used to be. is essentially a divorce song talking about how all the love went wrong in your life. Amen kind of love. This is one of the bigger ones. Talking about being a love that is borderline religious to your soul. I really enjoy the guitar strumming in this song. It definitely takes the pace of the song to a different level. My heart population you. This is talking about how, you know, your town being his heart only having that one singular population, one person in his heart that he wants is her. And she's not even there. She's essentially fled out of that town. So he's saying that the population is truly zero right now at the town, but in his heart, number de una. So. Hurts Don't It, a song written from one's heart that was broken by a girl, and she comes to him after her heart has broken and been shattered. It's kind of got like the Toby Keith, how do you like me now, analogy. You know, it's uh, definitely a great song. I really enjoyed this one. Liar Liar, super fast-paced song that has a heck of a beat really going through it, talking about singing the blues, about how a love never really goes your way, and then you just see that woman that is stunning, and then you're just like, well, 
I ain't complaining no more. I'm going to go after this. So, even the wind. Someone leaving on you when you thought you had them. So, gone with the wind. Even all the elements around thought he was also being loved. So, like, the earth, the wind, elements, the people. Great stuff. All because of you. A song about no matter where you're going on in life, you had that loyal companion who makes it worth it all. Having the one who causes you to break all that hard work up sometimes just to be with her or him. And then we got a little fun, Rednecking. This song stands out as a fast-paced song, especially with the subject matter being different than most of the album. This is just a extremely fun song about being Southern. Talking about, you know, what you would expect from a Southern person, like on the porch, watching TV, kind of ordeal thing. He'll heal my broken heart. This is talking about how God was able to heal so many things, helping people along, so it makes sense that he would be able to heal a broken heart. However, it's not always a, you know, a thing that can happen. Sometimes hearts never really truly get healed. That's what I get for thinking. I can relate to the song right here because sometimes we set ourselves up for failure when we think in depth about a relationship. You start setting expectations and then boom. There's nothing even there. Ain't it the truth? This is 98. Um, I'm going to make sure. I'm going to fact check that. Yes, sir. So there is another album that's called All Because of You. And there's like a lot of cross songs in each album. So I'm just going to go ahead and make sure that... Uh, I just explain everything. I'm not going to repeat the same song unless it's a true different recording. So, The Note. This is a solemn voiced song about being broken up, broken up over with some words on a sheet of paper. So, like a sticky note. Leaving a sticky note on the refrigerator and be like, yo, screw you, I'm gone. That's kind of how this song truly is, so... Love or the Lack of. This is a great song about how money isn't the principle of always being happiness. It's the principle of love. Definitely my favorite of the discography thus far. This song is extremely deep. I, if you have a significant other in your life, I would recommend playing this song with them at one point. So, That's where you're wrong. This song has a deep emotional feeling within a song about being stuck within a love, even though the lover is saying it's done extremely great i live for you definitely a different beat on this song but it's extremely welcomed i love writing in discographies this is about destroying the romanticism of romances it's talking about how he wants to live life the way he enjoys and not necessarily always living up to like prince charming because we can't realistically live up to stuff like that that's just extremely difficult and honestly it's ignorant to really think that each person is going to be able to be that romantic person that brings roses all the time. You set so many standards, especially when you have so much social stigmas around. Uh, according to novels, movies, other types of media, it just it really is annoying. Which um, you can tell, it kind of pisses me off. It kind of pisses me off. I live for you was definitely a great song. Miracle in the Making. Talk about how a love feels like it could be a miracle, yet not seeing the actual physical miracles going on. And this is actually a duet with Carrie Singletary, his wife, 
which was amazing. It's a great, great addition to the album. My Baby Lovin', Her Love Makes Me Feel Like a Man, 10 Feet Tall. There you go. That's basically what the song is prestigiously saying. Nothing too deep there. You Ain't Heard Anything, Nothing Yet. Okay. This is the first time I've ever heard this song. And holy cow, what a powerful song. This song is talking about how the individual was trying to escape a noisy household where he meets this old man. And the old man talks about how where quietness at his particular home is horrific because now all he can hear is his thoughts because his lady's left him. So this is just one of those songs that if you're having a difficult time in your marriage, you have a lot of turmoil at the house. And when it gets quiet, and you, you're like, man, it's really nice to just be out here. Sometimes quietness is not a place where you want to be. And this really sets it in perspective. So it really hits you in the gut for feeling that way. The Real Deal. This is talking about a song about just being positively loyal. You, you know, this loves The Real Deal. Lucille. Ain't It The Truth. This song is literally talking about country music should be remembered as being the truth and i love this song it's got a gospel beat almost to it and this is a song that really if you want to know what country music is and you don't have a clue and i like you go to primary sources of the radio and you hear what i'm saying about it not being true country music you want to know what country music is daryl singletary right here boom throws it down 2000 this is a new album now and again too Much Fun, again, this is just a re-release of 95, but there's an updated sound, so nothing too crazy. I Thought of Everything, uh, this is one that made it, I believe, in, I think, the 70th spot, which is very, very good in the top 100, and there's a really good fiddle in this song. It really sets the pace, and this is talking about not being in love, then that lady just comes in and flips the script on you and be like, hey, guess what? You're in love now. <laughs> I know I loved you. This is a deep love song about being in love with one like you have dreamed about always. So this is like following that romanticism in your mind. And hey, if you get it, congratulations. I'm just saying life is not like that most of the time. Now and again, this is just another love song. Nothing, nothing too crazy. So. Also, Dumaflachi was a great song. Great song. Definitely, definitely one of those prestigious songs. Hold up. I missed one. Wow. I thought of everything. This talks about being stuck in a love, and this is relieving the dreams of that love and being haunted. Then Dumaflachi is the one that's got the good fiddle to the song. Talking about not being in love, then a lady just flips a script on you. I knew I loved you. This is a deep love song about being in love with one that you kind of romanticize. So it happens sometimes. Just don't expect it. Now and again, another love song. Baseline. 2002. Now this is where he starts to pave his own way and how he stays true to himself. Walk through this world with me. This is a George Jones special and Daryl just fits the bill in his covers because of his voice, it's just so, it just fits, 
back then. Like, if you take Singletary and you put him back in the 60s and 70s and 80s, make it fit in. And he sings the song with such passion. And George Jones makes it on this, but uh, it's just something that Singletary carries with this song. Next, I'd love to lay you down. Yeah, this is the Conway Twitty song right here. And I mean, I can't really... This is self-explanatory. But hey, he does a great job. A11. I believe this is going to be an album cover right here. Uh, this is when I said... I believe this album is going to be extremely just covers. And honestly, I'm not even mad at it. Because he just belongs in this generation of music. Lone Black Veil. Now, this is a classic right here. I said, what a classic. Lefty Frizzell, and he absolutely kills it. This is talking about willing to die with a particular secret. Alright. And uh, I'm going to let you listen to that song so you can figure out what that secret is. Okay. Wow. I see a song at the end I know his cover for, but honestly, this is probably my favorite in the album. This this K cover, it just has such a good beat, good tone, charisma. It's just an extremely well done song. Like, if you can outdo Old Violin cover of Johnny Paycheck, just, just, man, I can't even speak. I love this song. It speaks so well. That's why I sing this way. I think this is the only song that was first performed by him, and honestly, it just fits well within all these covers around. I never go around mirrors a great lefty cover once again. You can tell Frizzell definitely influenced Singletary. Dim lights, thick smoke, and loud music. A great cover about something that he just relates to. I mean, he was out there at those bars singing them open mic, so he very much lived those dim lights, and... I feel like these covers are just essentially songs about Singletary. These are songs that he's lived throughout his life or songs that he relates to in his life for majority of it, and that's why he covered them. After the Fire is Gone, this is an original duet with Conway and Loretta Lynn, and Singletary is actually joined by Rhonda Vincent, which you will hear in a little bit, but exceptional work here. Uh, she's mainly known for her bluegrass uh, singing, but she she's an amazing vocalist. Love her. Old Violin, this is the cover, man. This is where it all started for the old Kohlmeister. And let me tell you guys, if you never heard, if you never heard Singletary's version of Old Violin, do you the service of going and listening to it. It's so amazing. Oh, yeah, Paychecks also at the end, so... Great, great stuff. Straight from the heart, 07. More covers, man. Just more covers. Bottle Let Me Down. Merle cover, which is just really well, really well articulated. A Merle cover, which is really well articulated. Black Sheep. This is a John Anderson cover that has John with it as well. And I love this song because I think of Cody Jinks talking about how he's the black sheep. And very much Singletary believes that he is the black sheep when it comes to country music. Because uh, country music started to alt and change. And he decided that he's going to stay in that neo-traditional genre. That style that I've always talked about. 
he is the reminiscent presence of it. So, some broke hearts never mend. This is a great song about heartbreak that just never truly heals. You can't mend it no matter what. You go through alcohol, you go through bars, you go through trying to love other people, you try to find the will to heal and forgive yourself, but you just never find it. Promises. This is about making promises of love and being loyal, yet they are eventually going to be broken. You cannot live up to those promises. And yeah, I got a tiger by the tail. I usually think of Buck Owens or Dwight Yoakam, yet he has Ricky Skaggs join him on this cover, and it's expertly done. You could honestly throw old Singletary back in the uh, Bakersfield Sound days, and he would fit in extremely well, I would think. So, Jesus and Bartenders. Now, this is a really, really interesting song. This is the first time I've ever heard this individual song before, and it's great, because if you really truly think about it, when you look into the theme of how Jesus and bartenders are kind of, now this is kind of a reach, but they're kind of similar in a way. Jesus helps heal your pain while bartenders also heal your pain, but they're on like the total polar opposites of the morality spectrum. So I really enjoyed the articulation of that song. These days I barely get by I mean, this is a great cover. Singletary just has that voice that carries it really well. And then he has a little Keith Whitley, man. A little Miami, Miami, Miami. One of the best Whitley songs is such a hard task to cover. But, you know what? Singletary just takes it. It's 3-2. He's in the box. There's a slider thrown to the bottom right corner of the strike zone and he takes that mother fricker and puts it over the wall i mean just singletary is just a whole different breed man people these days would try to do these covers but they couldn't do the articulate justice of it actually meaning it because they would just be singing the songs with the words but singletary feels it man it's just a way and that leads into i still sing this way and this song just sums up Singletary in one, two, three stanzas, man. This song, it shows how he's not willing to bend his roots and that he hopes that he can just keep getting by and living with the songs that he sings. Man, great. Loving on Backstreets. Well, this is just a, this is a cheap song by Mel Street. Uh can't really go well into detail about that, but uh, yeah. 15 years ago, this is a woman you haven't seen in a while, yet you still love her as you see them every day. It kind of is like a haunting love, right? And uh, yeah, I mean, there's people that you see, you know, high school crushes and you see them later on in life or high school people that you date and no matter where you are in life, if they're married or not, you still feel something for them. It may not be that extreme love at that point, but you at least still like them. And then, finally, we're going to hold on. This is talking about holding that loyal love throughout life's tribulations, man. Life sucks. You're going to go through a whole bunch of crap. And uh, this song does such a great job of articulating no matter what life throws at you, you stay loyal and you stay great. Then we have a single from 2009, Love You With The Lights On. This is a single of just... What it says, it's uh, 
gonna make love with the lights on and uh, it's definitely got a great beat and vocals to the song and then you have rocking in the country album fast paced song about living the southern region man this is also a single 109 so just that's a part of the singles however it's also the mainstay in the album of the same thing rocking in the country that's why God made me. That's the story of being a, just a true love. Even though making mistakes, things are always made up in the sights of God. And the last chorus really just nails the unison of the family, especially involving like the lighter voices, the whole like gospel feeling to it. Great song. Love it. Love it. How can I believe in you when it's really hard at a point in marriage where it feels like the true love is gone, yet you're still trying to fight, but it's really coming hard to believe in that significant other's loving you. And we are becoming strangers is the quote that I pulled for that. That's just, whew. Next, going through hell with you again, talking about a lady who absolutely burned the freaking crap out of you, man. Like, loved you. Said that they loved you, cheated on you, and then they return back. And they're like, hey, let's rekindle what we had. And you're like, nah, brother. See you down the road. Never see you again. Screw you. I'm out of here. Background noise. This is talking about how the environment of the South, which is magnified in this particular song, with he, when he's with his love, as they hang out together, everything else is just white noise compared to his wife. And it becomes that background noise. That's like the crickets and everything. When he's with his love, it's just her. It's you, her, and nothing else. If I ever get her back, this is a song in which you talk about how, man, you would do anything to get this lady back who just escaped you for whatever reason. Real Estate Hands. Man. Incredibly strong song about memories of a household full of love, life, and romance. And this kind of has, like, this is like George Strait's give it away right here. You can't put a price on a person's piece of life, such a powerful sentiment in this life of the house, the couch, the love that was shared in this house, and now it's over in real estate because you're selling it because the love is gone. She's a woman. This is just kind of an interesting beat on this particular song. It almost sounds like bongos in the background. And he sings about this woman who changes a lot, yet her heart and love always stay true, no matter what. So she may change career, age, anything like that. However, she does such an amazing job just staying true and loyal, which is really hard these days. You sure look good in black. And uh, it seems like he's reading a eulogy in this. And they sing Amazing Grace, right, in this song. And her husband's, like, passed away and is written from... His perspective is kind of like a chilly feeling. Really interesting song. They Know How to Grow Them. Definitely an outlier on this album. This is uh, kind of got more of like a rock and roll. So it kind of fits that rocking in the country theme. And it's talking about just the lovely ladies out here in the South. And if you live in the American South, you know what I'm talking about. And then boom. Catamounts for Christ. Classic right here, Take Me Home, Country Roads. This is a fun cover of a classic. I love his voice apart from the utter high pitch 
Like he just carries his his voice can go low, high, mid. He's kind of got like the Josh Turner capability, and it's an amazing. Twenty sixteen, there's a little country left, right? This is another album. We're we're getting there. I promise. I gotta scroll back through because I just lost my play. Get out of my country. A song against the mainstream radio garbage, talking about how name dropping country artists doesn't make you country. Say hello to heaven. This is a gosh dang great song. Heartbreaker. The song was written from a husband who lost his wife in a car wreck. It may be a DWI with a particular uh, son or daughter. And I find it extremely deep hitting when he says, Tell Jesus we aren't mad. We just are missing you. Help me forgive the man in the other car. Man, what, what a song. I almost wanted to send this to an individual that I know that was going through something like this, but I I feel kind of like, you know, been trying to push them for like forgiveness. But it would I, if I heard the song and this happened to me, it would very much be one of those songs where I'm like, man, this this sets my mind in perspective. Sunday morn in kind of town. This talks about like the southern culture of a town. Talks about the perspectives of the world. Spilled whiskey. Talking about a one night stand, but yet was viewed as just a lovely night where his like romantic lighting was just on this spilled whiskey. Like it just fire went up. Like family talks about the importance of family no matter what. So turmoil and everything else going on. However, it's kind of an interesting song to come after spilled whiskey. I would probably want to move that around in my opinion. So much different than before. Talking about the transition on the period of life changing, especially the perspectives on life, right? I love how the song he sings changes from like a Hank style to like a lullaby. Enough to lie to me when you wish that you could hide from life's problems with lies like they used to hear throughout their childhood. So you wish like they would lie about Santa Claus, you know, like if your love's like hating you, you're like, just lie to me, man. Just... I can't take it. Want to be that feeling, the feeling of being so in love with each other. You just want to be like that, and just has like that movie sense of love, which again, extremely hard to do. So, too late to save the world. Now, this—if there's one song on this discography, hang on. This 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 belongs in the echo. If there is one thing that you should listen to in this discography. That's probably kind of loony, but I had to try it. <sighs> what a title and statement. Too late to save the world. Sometimes we should just shift to something that could stay real to us. Shift out of focus on a three-chord song, or shift our focus to a three-chord song when reality of the world is we can't save it, so why can't we just save country music? And I'm like, literally, wrote this down in my notes, cold chills when I heard this song. And then, great transition to, there's still a little country left. Definitely a great song talking about how America still has a place of traditional country style that is within these songs that we love to hear. America the Beautiful, definitely just a beautiful cover which fits extremely well on the album. I mean, God bless, the, God bless America, you know, amazing. Then a cover of I'm the Only Hell My Mama Ever Raised by Johnny the Frickin' Paycheck, man. And this is a great callback to the ending of Paycheck's version with Paycheck finishing at 
of course, he has that tie-in with Old Violin, which is great. 2016 single, we're not going to hell for having a hell of a time. Talking about having a good time isn't a reason to condemn us all. And then we get to the final album, American Grandstand, which is featuring Rhonda Vincent. This is a collaboration, and I'm going to try to run through these. Listen to this album. It has a great contrast, a whole bunch of covers. Above and Beyond, talking about the love of being strong and stronger than money, greed, and everything else in life. One, he really has strong George Jones vibes here, talking about being married and becoming one, the unison of being married. You, you and her are one. After the fire is gone, this is talking about how love and passion of love can extremely burn out. This is really, really making me dig this collaboration between the two. They do such a great job. You have Singletary's Low and High along with Vincent's extremely soulful gospel bluegrass. Man, such a great collaboration. Surely But Slowly, a song about falling for someone in the style of the Merle Haggard here. And uh, you definitely hear the Haggard influence in these songs as we kiss our world goodbye a strong heartbreak about leaving a love apart kissing the world goodbye to die essentially because of that love is going to be fleeting can't live life this is loving someone so much that you can't live life without them i mean yeah golden ring i love this song and it was a great choice of the collaboration between the two this is definitely my favorite on this album thus because of the turmoil, the love, and the break. A great song about what country music is articulated in a song. Great job. We must have been out of our minds talking about a mutual missing love between two partners and then they're ready to get back together. Then you have a great iconic song of Louisiana Woman, Mississippi Man. Great collaboration. Once again, I did not intend for that to rhyme, but I'm a poet and I didn't even know it. And this is just a fun love song. A pic of me without you. So a picture of me without you. Great George Jones classic. And you know George Jones has a tough time of being topped. However I think Singletary adds just a little bit more grit. While Vince adds soul. So having the two together really adds a good contrast. To such a sad somber tone of a song. So great 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 song. Up this hill up and down. Talk about gritty working people trying to get by. But love keeps them going in life. Then we have a couple singles. She's been cheating on us, 2021. Talking about how a lover has cheated on all the people in this particular song. I love how the writing is addressing particular uh, lovers. Like, hey, I don't know you, but she's been cheating on all of us. So, Fly on the Wall, another single. A song addressed to a cheater by Mr. Singletary. Love the idea of this song because you're extremely uniquely characterizing a fly and being like essentially the fly on the wall like the saying and it's talking about how the fly if he was a fly on the wall he would be like drowning in whiskey or he would ask someone to hit him with a fly swatter such a great song great characterization i guess personification of a fly even though it's an animal so oh violin 2021 this is a nashville cover or nashville version of this song i will say the intro isn't necessarily the best sounding you can tell he is older in the recordings but it's a great song which means a lot more to me because it's like more gritable and it kind of fits that paycheck charisma footlights 2022 this is a merle Cav merle haggard cover on the tribute album singletary again extremely influenced by the hag so it it's great and then 
Finally, America, God bless America again, starts out as just the normal God bless America and ends with him just saying that I hope that God can bless America again. Boom, fire, done. Whew. I threw a pen. <laughs> that is the Daryl Singletary. Man, just a great, 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 great discography up and down. And it's going to get us about 50 minutes I will say that I do need to make a editorial edit here at the end. This is just off the cuff. Uh, I have two songs that essentially got confused, so uh, I apologize about that. Let me scroll through here and uh, find them. Love That Never Died. So that's the one that I thought was like the George Jones, if uh, he stopped loving her today. It's actually the other song that was later in the uh, discography deep dive. She sure looks good in black is the song that truly has that George Jones feeling to it. So I apologize about that. I'll make that little editorial here at the end. That way I can make sure that I'm at least semi-accurate with these discography deep dives. Again, these are all my opinions. So if you think a song sucks, I apologize. But when I think a song's good, I think that you should listen to it. And if you don't like it, that's okay. But I think it's definitely a good song to listen to. So hear your own opinions on. Ooh, stomach's growling. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are out. Peace, love, chicken grease again. Make sure to check the link tree. Got the merch, got everything on there. Got the email. Still haven't received any emails about building the road trip playlist, so I guess I'm just going to be doing it all by myself. So I was, I was trying to make it nice, fun, and collaborative, but uh, everybody must have uh, just been like, yeah, he can build a good enough one. We'll let him do it. So, All right, keep country music alive. Thank you so much for listening. I hope to get two out next week, but men, if I get one out a week, that is the new goal. So peace, love, chicken, grease. See you guys later. Peace out.